June 8, 2020. It's the Waffle Pedro Show.
Watt for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. Uh, started off with Miles Mode from John Coltrane. After that, we had Norfolk from Poor Luther Bones. What made me think of that title? You know, you can't copyright a title, but uh, yeah, I lived in Norfolk, Virginia. Nor smoke, nor drink. I was born in Portsmouth, right next door. Well, damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, that's why I had you on the show. I wanted to enlighten you. <laughs> People, you can hear my guests right there. Introduce yourself. They're they're uh, out uh, Chama, New Mexico. They're on a, a little trip right now. Oh, my name's Garth Forsyth, and this is my son Alex Forsyth. Hey, how you? Right, Alex. and they're kind of on tour, even though most of us can't tour. Yeah, just without the music. <laughs> That's right. But you know, no journey's wasted. It's all investment in your next one. Yeah. Okay, and uh, brother Matt. Not with me. We're still court, quarantine mode here, so he's in the Love Grotto, three miles south. Uh, they had to get outside their coche there, so uh, so you might hear some wind blowing. People, uh, who wants to go first? Wait, I'll, I'll go first. Garth, your first. Oh, well, let's put it this way. Oh, whoa, 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 a lot of noise there. Your earliest musical recollection, Garth. Oh, uh, driving around with my dad, uh, listening to AM radio, uh, um, singing with him. He's a good singer. And uh, where about? Uh, Kansas. I was born in Kansas. Which part? Uh, I would be in a Winfield at that that time. Okay. Yeah, a little bit outside of Wichita. Sure, sure. Yeah, because like I've I've yet to play in the western part. Right, like the, right. For me, Western Kansas is Wichita. Yeah. <laughs> right, because you're always playing either there, uh, usually Lawrence, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the school, Lawrence, yeah. Right, the school town. And in fact, I've had a lot of great gigs there. Oh, there cool. used to be something, uh, God, I can't remember. You know, maybe Wichita only once. It's almost always been Lawrence. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> But anyway, KU, Walt Chamberlain went there. But uh, yeah, so, so so the car radio and everybody knows in the older days the AM radio had all kinds of music. Yeah, that was some good stuff. It was good, uh, good tunes back then. Okay, so there's there was probably no musical instruments in the automobile except probably your pop's voice, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember first. But what about at the pad? Was there a piano or guitars or stuff like that? No, we never had anything. Did he have record collection? A very tiny uh, Columbia House one. one oh, of those, I remember uh, those. Mailing. I had that. You send it a dime, they give you 10. Yeah. And then you got to <laughs> either send them back. Stuff. You either got to send them back or they, you have to pay for them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, they come once, once a month or something, right? Uh, right. You know, when I really found out about that is when I signed to Columbia, and I found out because it's part of the contract, they get to sell those things at really econo rate with your royalty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, what about uh, at school? No, uh, nothing you in at choir school. choir or the marching band or shit like that? Uh, I was a basketball player. Oh, okay. Yeah, like Will. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get back to the home life. What was the first record you bought for yourself? Well, damn. I'm trying to think. 
See what Probably I'm trying 45. to what I'm, what I'm trying to yeah, forty five is okay. What I'm trying yeah. to find out is uh you know your foundations for your journey in music. Right, right. Uh, maybe I don't know Hughes Corporation or Stylistics or something like that. I remember Hughes yeah. Corporation, Stylistics. Yeah, when that rocked the boat. Rock the boat, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it'd be part of those K-Tel collections too, right? Right, right. Those were good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember the first gig you went to? Well, let me think. Uh, I saw the Ramones when I was 16. Whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was down in Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach, Okay. Yeah. Oh, so that's why with the North. So you you spent some time in Virginia. That's where I, that's where I grew up. Yeah, oh, like okay. uh, from the time I was six or so, seven. Well, when we were talking, it seemed like we were in Kansas. Yeah, I was there, and then I went to. They moved to. Oh, uh, okay, so, I understand. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do you think was the main thing that wanted you to get involved with music? Uh, it wasn't until later. Yeah, it was it was much later. I was probably twenty, twenty one, and I ran into a few guys that played the guitar, and I got them to teach me some stuff. Uh, what was the first guitar you got? They had a Yamaha acoustic. Okay, an acoustic. Yeah, and yeah. Nylon string or metal? Uh metal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, because uh, yeah, the Booney played nylon string. I mean, he ended up playing all kinds of shit, but when, when I first yeah. met him, yeah. Um, so, was it the thing like, here, teach me this song off this record? I just learned chords. Oh, they showed you, like the cowboy chords, they opened stuff. Yeah, up. Just, yeah, I was, you know, into that cowboy music and blues music and finger picking and stuff like that. And uh, when did you start writing your own songs? Right away. Wow. Okay, so yeah. you weren't into that thing about learning other. That's great. That's great. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you just did this for fun with your friend. What about first time playing in front of people? Uh, I did. You know, I played solo there for a little while when I started to be able to play some blues stuff. And then later on, I don't know. I was probably like twenty-seven, and I was living out in the woods and. A guy, Dave Keller, came around and wanted to form the band, so uh, I said I would do it. And that's the first band you were ever in? Yeah, same band as now. You're 27, that's interesting. That's when Joe Biza, the Sacred Trust guy, started playing guitar. Wow. Uh, he, he was an yeah. artist, right? Because of the punk movement, it seemed like everybody was just trying to play just because they wanted to. And so, yeah, 27 years old. And so what was this band called, Garth? Same band, Poor Luther's Bones. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is, you're still in the first band. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of different characters revolved through. Right, and right, Alex right. started playing with me uh, when he was 13. So was it already Poor Luther's B Bones before you got in it? No, I named the band. You named and, the uh, band. I just kept it up. Yeah. Okay. And where's the name come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just an old, it's like an old folk story from up in Pennsylvania where uh, 
there was this a uh, lot of iron ore furnaces where they smelted iron and this uh, young feller who was a worker fell in love with the iron ore master's daughter and the uh, boss wasn't happening and having that and uh, so he accidentally fell into the smelter and uh, they called him uh, poor, they called it poor Luther's bones yeah criminy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought you were going to give you know there's this rap about them bones right I think it has something to do with Ezekiel, Ezekiel. Right. In fact, I don't know if you ever seen this trippy ass show in the '60s that was made in England. It was called. Was it? it was called The Prisoner. Oh man, I don't know that it, one. It yeah. only lasted one season, and it was about this secret agent who wanted to quit, and they wouldn't let him, and they put him in a village because <laughs> he knew too much. And the last episode, <laughs> they get into singing "Them Bones," <laughs> like, yeah. He, Obviously, people got so pissed off, he had to move and come to SoCal because uh, they didn't like the ending. <laughs> but anyway, Them Bones is the big tune in that last episode. You know, I want to play here uh, sampling our own product. Over here. All right. We got a
couldn't it have been foretold? Just the thing that was so
Show, yeah, we heard a sampling our own product. Uh, poor Luther's bum reminds me of that. Uh, one of the la- uh, the last poet guys uh, ter- took on this other persona as Lightning Rod, he made this whole little opera called Hustler's Convention. Oh, yeah, and yeah, some guy named Spoons, and it's a trippy little <laughs> story. And you know, one of the yeah, morals of the story, I guess, is don't get high on your own supply. You know. <laughs> <laughs> After that, we got something from yeah. Wild Rats, which is a prod from like 23 years ago with Ron Ashton, Thurston, John Fleming, and Steve <laughs> Shelley uh, helped out on. Uh, and they've, they've uh, found stuff from those sessions and put it out. Uh, Deerhoof's got a brand new album. We heard Zazit, a strike slip, new prod with John Jones from the urinals, John Talley Jones, terribly tangled up. Bilge Pump out of Leeds, England, with Today They Destroyed My House. Kay Salita from, uh, that's Kay from Black Flag with Let It Go. Barrett's Whitfield and the Savages, Pain from his last album. Carib, Shannon up in Canada, his new proj, kind of a lockdown thing. Uh, uh, Brahui Telepathy. And then Poor Luther Bones with Broke Up With Myself Again. Yeah, George Hurley, you know, uh, we'd be on tour and sometimes he'd wake up all horned up and shit and he'd wake up, whoa, backed up into my, almost backed up into myself. (laughs) 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 Okay, now, uh, we we got your early days, Garth, now your son's turn here. First, earliest musical recollection, well, your pop's doing music, right? Yeah, that's too early, I mean... There's a story about my mom coming home sometime. She was like out for a run when I was a few weeks old. And my dad had me up against the speaker playing Robert Johnson records. Well, not a, like of, not a lot of Robert Johnson records. <laughs> no, I probably heard I think there's two recording sessions, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like 29 tracks. Yeah, that's it, right? But okay. I was hearing that pretty early. 
that's amazing stuff. I mean, oh yeah, you know, for your first stuff, it's I get the same reaction when people. Hey, what was your what was the first gig you went to? And I tell them T Rex. Yeah, right. Uh, right? <laughs> it's kind of good thing. Me and D. Yeah. Boone saw T-Rex. That was our first gig. We, saw, we were 14 years old. So so yeah. Robert Johnson, you know, yeah, that stuff is fucking happening. I heard that he used yeah. to turn around when he played for people so they wouldn't copy his hands. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. yeah I still don't know how he does that. I've been trying to figure it out my whole well, life. Well, he had to be a one-man band, right? Yeah, he really was. Yeah. And it's also kind of like Lead Belly, because I think kind of the idea, old idea of blues, it's got to be slow and dragging along, and this stuff's bouncy and... Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. it was dancing dance. music. Right. Blues could be anything, right? Just flat the third. Oh, yeah. Flat the fifth. Yeah. Flat the third, flat the third. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to drag Fly along unless you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and then you right. could do that, too. Do whatever the fuck you want, you know. Just I think it's a lot about feeling. But I was really surprised because I thought, yeah, there was, for example, the House of the Rising Sun, right? The Animals, yeah, the Jordy Band, right, from England. Sure. And then there's the original. When you hear the uh, that stuff, that uh, oh, who was that guy? There was a guy who recorded all kinds of original. John Lomax. That's right, Alan Lomax. That Don yeah. Fleming works. His dad for got Lead Belly, but yeah. Yeah, uh, archive, right? Yeah, you, yeah. And you hear it right on the twelve string with that happy, jumpy thing. It's nothing like mm -hmm. the Eric Burden, which is kind of good, right? Because people should have different versions. Oh, I think so. We got yeah. enough Xerox machines. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, what about you in school? Did you have music in school? Yeah, I played music the whole way. I I started taking piano lessons when I was about five. Was there a piano the in the house? Was there a piano, piano in the house? house. Yeah, there was a piano. We got a piano when I started taking lessons and getting into it. Now, now, now how was that experience? Because so, we've had people on the show, it almost made them quit music. I think it has a lot to do with the teacher. We fought like hell about it. Okay. I hated to practice. Okay. We used to scream at each other, me and my dad, <laughs> like Beethoven. Oh, you mean you pop joined out too? Yeah. <laughs> Tag team. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I had a pretty good teacher. She was good. She made okay. me play a lot of classical music and learn to read music, which I didn't appreciate at the time, but I appreciate it now. Yeah. Same with me with fucking typing. It was like, what's this bullshit oh, yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. This was like, we're talking the early 70s, right? And then I yeah. was like, <laughs> you never know, huh? My nope. pops always said, have a plan B. And a lot of times the plan Bs you never really plan for. <laughs> but it's yeah. like this, you, you learn in... Uh, can you remember the first record you bought yourself? Ooh. First record I bought myself. I probably got... I don't know. We just had so much music in the house. My dad was buying and selling records a lot at that Yeah, but see, the question... The question is, you bought yourself. That I bought myself. Yeah, I don't... See, it would have been pretty late, because I had so much access to shit. Um, that's all right. Maybe a Good Charlotte. <laughs> okay, because that's you, like, spending your own money, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's about when I was probably six or so. <laughs> you know, I'm in a video that th those, uh, th that they're two brothers from Maryland somewhere, and they came mm -hmm. to California, and they had me in a video. Did they? Yeah, I play like the jury foreman. Not, not, I'm in it, not long, okay, just a little bit. I think oh, I I've say seen that. Guilty I, or I've not guilty that. or something. I can't remember <laughs> what I said, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice, guys, nice guys, nice guys. <laughs> oh, cool. What about yeah. the first gig you went and saw? 
Oh, I saw Dylan. I saw Bob Dylan on one of his like uh he does the he was doing these tours of like uh AAA baseball stadiums. Whoa. And I saw Bob Dylan then when I was probably about thirteen, okay. twelve. Okay. Okay. And uh were you in any of the school bands, like the marching band or the choir? Yeah. Okay. I was in the all three orchestra, band, choir, chorus. Did you do the same That's thing? That's all I wanted to do was music. Okay. But you were in the marching band, like at the football games and shit? We didn't have a football team. Our okay. school was too small. But That's all right. I was in the marching band for a while. And what'd you do? We'd march in parades and no, stuff. No, no, no. The, the instrument. what I do? I did a couple different things. I okay. started on the alto sax. All right. And then I started playing the bells, okay. like the xylophone. Sure. In the drum section. The glockenspiel. Yeah, the glockenspiel. I like that. <laughs> Because I was one of the only kids that knew how to play the piano. Oh, yeah, because it's laid out like a keyboard. Yeah, kind of. Right. Yeah. But it's also percussive. It's a bitching instrument. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah. Uh, I asked because, you know, it's kind of different than playing in like a band. Um, You know what I mean? Like a rock band, yeah, right? It's got to be a portable instrument because you're carrying it around. Uh, Yeah. But you were in the, the, I don't know, jazz band or classical band or... Yeah, I played. I was in the jazz band. I played the piano in the jazz band, and then I played the, and then I played a little guitar in the jazz band at one point. And I was uh, playing the sax in the band, and I tried to to play the euphonium for a little while. That didn't go too well. Uh, Electric or acoustic guitar? Electric guitar in the jazz band. Oh, okay. But comping a lot of chords and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a lot of just watching the chord charts and kind of playing. Yeah, yeah. See that I was really, pretty young. I wasn't much of a picker at that point. It's okay because you know in the old days, guitar was always in the rhythm section. So was piano. Mm-hmm. It was with the bass yeah. and the drums. Yeah. Because the horns were so fucking loud. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we didn't have amplifiers yet, you know. So what oh, about yeah. the shit after school uh, with your buddies, like a basement band or garage band or bedroom band? Yeah, I mean, I started I started bands before we ever even played together. We you know write songs and design record albums and stuff like that when I was in elementary school. and I guess probably when I was about 10, I got together with a buddy and we started playing in the first band. Wow. We'd switch back and forth between drums and guitar. So you learn drums too. That's great. That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I think that should be one of the requirements of graduating high school is learning drums. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> I think if you can play drums, all the other instruments are doable because it's all about rhythm, right? Yes, they it's hard to get that rhythm if you never played the drums at all. Yeah, and that's why most musicians are jealous of that. And they put them in the fucking back. Yeah. <laughs> that was one mistake the Minutemen did, was put George Hurley. He should have been right up front. I don't know if you've seen me in the last 20 years. I always have my drummers up front now. Oh, yeah, goes, yeah. I have seen you one time in the last 20 years. I yeah, remember that. Yeah. It's ridiculous to have the drummer back. It's, it's, it's almost like you're in denial. Right. You know? So, uh yeah, that was a mistake we made. So, what about your first gig? Did you have a gig? Who was this guy when you were 10? Oh, this is my buddy Jake. Yeah, did you and Jake, and, ever, did you do a gig in front of people? No, nah, we never went and played. We okay. played a few parties and stuff. We, you know, we had a bunch of friends and we'd, we'd have bands and then me and Jake would, our band would break up and we'd, we were both writing songs. So, we'd split up and have competing bands and then we'd get back together. It was a whole long, it was a lot of fun. You still see him around? Sometimes, yeah. He used to live out here in Colorado, but he's been back in Pennsylvania, and 
I was there for about a year, not too long ago, and we saw each other every once in a while. Yeah, we're still tight. And he's still doing music? Yeah, he's still playing. He's got a band of his own now. They're yeah. really good. We played a show together, actually, not too long ago now, with Poor Luther's Bones. Pennsylvania is kind of different. <laughs> yeah. The west side. Yeah, the east it side. is. So which, and then also, there's a middle, right? Lancaster. And yeah, we were outside of Lancaster about an hour. Okay. Yeah, there's some yeah. old towns there. Uh, Blue Ball and Intercourse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there oh, used to be no. a club, I remember, in Lancaster called Chameleon. Yeah, that's where I saw you play. And I played. Okay, okay. I played. With, I, I, I remember there. playing with Jay Mascus there. That's that's the one. Okay. That was my first punk rock show. I was there. Wow. My dad took me. I was like thirteen, I think. That whole tour, I never heard one note. Jay was pretty loud. He's pretty. Loud. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the first time I played with Pick in seventeen years again, too. Look, we're at the end of the first yeah. hour, June eight, twenty twenty. Hold tight for hour two. June 8, 2020. It's the second hour of the Lot for Pedro show. Normandy personality disorder, MPD, is a mental illness marked by an ongoing pattern of choosing to believe in a reality that the vast majority of humans adhere to strongly in order to fit in, quote, feel normal, end quote, survive, and control those who don't. symptoms often result in a perception that their own self-promotion, even in the most innocuous ways, will further their homogenized goals of acceptance in a chaotic world. Other symptoms may include not recognizing the groovy organ solo in the song, or the coolest G and the way he howls. Looks like you need a bone upside your head. Shit's whack, man. Though often unrecognized in professional medical community, NPD has been shown to negatively affect those suffering from serious mental illnesses. Oh, ghoulish, time to wake up. Yeah. Can you solve this simple riddle? How many ears does it take for a hound dog to sing? None, baby, they just do. Thank you. 
for Pedro Show, start off the second hour with Poor Luther's Bones doing whack whack and you spell it like I do without the H yeah well, you know why <laughs> there was a, believe it or not, you know there's a street up in Chicago called Wacker and there was a band called the Wackers yeah. like late 60s, early 70s yeah, I remember seeing it at a Ponds store and it had the H in it, it was like fuck that and uh, then we had a so, uh, White Lounge, so bright from Feud, Tokyo. Senor Al out of South London with Happy Wake Up Morning, baby. Ben Arcata, that's uh, John Dwyer, the uh, OC guy. He's got a brand new band with like 10 people in it. It's called Ben Arcana and The Gate, brand new. And then Sink and Ship from Bo Poor Luther's Bones. Okay, so uh, with. With Jake and stuff, you guys split up and went your other way. Well, well, how did poor Luther's bones get together? I mean, you join it. You join it. Cause your, your pop had this going, right? Yeah, he had had the band for years, and then they kind of stopped playing out, and he was working on a record at home, a record called Zoetrope. And he was doing everything. He had been working on it for years. We got set up to record Zoetrope? it. Zoetrope? Did you say Zoetrope? The wind blew. Yeah. Yeah, Zoetrope. That's the name of the record. That was the name of uh, the studio, right? That uh, What's his name? Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Yeah, that's the name of his film studio. That's and, right. And before that, well, I think he had to sell all that shit. And before that, I think it was Charlie Chaplin's studio. Oh, really? Something like wow. that. Some shit. I can't remember exactly, but just that yeah. word made me think so okay yeah, this yeah. album was going to be called zoetrope like the project was going to be called zoetrope yeah so my my dad's working on this new record poor luther's bones zoetrope out in the what we called the booby hatch which was our 
it was an old goat shed in the backyard where we made records. Okay. And uh, I'm about 13 years old at this point, and uh, he wants me to play piano on it to begin with. And I've got a band that's practicing just about every day. It's the summertime before I go into high school. And so I'm practicing with my band, and then we're playing. I'm playing the piano on these tracks, and then we go in and fill everything out. And that's when we first started recording together as a band. And between me and my dad, we played all the music on that, just how overdubbing did, stuff. How did you get and the piano? And then we went and played some shows. How did you get the piano in the goat shit? Well, we had that in the house. We bring our recording stuff up in the house and everything else was in the goat shed bass guitars synthesizers and stuff and uh i'm curious since it was just you two making the record what would be Mm -hmm. the first thing that you would do for each tube i I would lay down the acoustic first it'd be acoustic guitar garth yeah yeah because not easy to not easy to get the timing right that's what i was going to say because a lot of like i heard when stevie wonder did his one man band records you know like intervision and shit. Mm-hmm. he always started with the drums right and right. then when dave Probably. Grohl made his first foo fighter record he told me he started with the drum yeah, yeah. but you guys started with acoustic right yeah. yeah and then we laid down the piano and okay. then my dad went and laid down all the drums he overdubbed them on there now was that tough to play the drums to the piano and guitar it's, it's pretty tough when you can't play with the shit <laughs> No, even if you can't play with the shit, it's pretty tough. It's still a little tough. <laughs> you know, I got a drum set in my practice bed because I was tired of motherfuckers setting up and tearing down, but I should learn it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play something here. Uh, girl, girl with no uh, phone. I was laid to the party in a fizzle that I fell down the place. We settled out this city until the couch and she set off in the space. Someone about to click a picture, I looked up and she was gone. Asked around for me, all I said was she was down. As we go and go. Go. 
walking through the valley, my past is here, forcing a feeling, words help steer, as the gray is rising like smoke from coal, my palms find each other, I've lost my Control I didn't think I'd leave you with that, did you? 
bus, I'm gonna raise a holler. But I'm working all summer just to try to earn a dollar. Well, I tried to call my baby, I tried to call a date. Ah, oh, no dice, son, you gotta work late. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do. Now there ain't no cure for the summertime blues. No, baby. No, baby.
geometrical units, words enshadowed, enslaved by the sun, rancid music falling away, quietly splashing like mercurous droplets against white paper. The ability, able, to create in one.
Killing it on the rip Killing it on the rip For Pedro Show, yeah, girl with no phone from Poor Luther's Bones, then uh, the business of leaves and streams from Bradford Reed, uh, Nicholas Bears, Neon Figures, Peter Lochner, Summertime's Blues. This is actually the last recording he made. He never woke up. He went to sleep after recording this and never woke up. Like in early twenties, very sad. Yeah, uh, Trap Pod Jimmy after that bowl of cherries. Tom Herman, I got a project going with him called uh, Ship to Shore. Uh, Baby Drool's Diamonds with Piana. Chris Burns out of Canada. Or Extract with Dignity and Death. And finally, Poor Luther's Bones with Killing It on the R.I.P. Or on the Rip. What is it? Either one. Is it the Rip Saw? It's the Rip. Yeah, because people, there's different kinds of uh, wood saws, but you can play them like a musical instrument. Oh, yeah. Well, tell him about playing the flute. Oh, oh, yeah, we used to have a saw player. That was fun. Yeah? Mean, yeah, no, yeah. I thought he could play real, real nice. And that's all he played. He, he was a doublet. That was his main job. It would just it would be him and me, and we would just go out and play that. Yeah. Oh wow! Hey, yeah. You know, making this this album within the goat shed. What what was the process? Like, did you make demos? Would you have a cassette version or something, or did you just start strumming yeah. on the guitar and or what? Uh, no, almost all all the songs were real well thought out and fully written before we started recording them for the most part. So we would have demos, we'd have cassette tapes and uh, I, we'd spend hours just me and my dad. He'd show me how to play the guitar parts first and I'd figure out, you know, the chords and everything. Who ended up on the bass? That's Leo Scott. He's been with me from the very beginning. He's, uh, uh, he's playing with brother JT right now. Yeah. Uh, he's a real good one here. Great so- fella. So he's the one consistent guy going all the way back, Garth. That's right. Wow. Leo Scott. Now, yep. how'd you meet him? I uh, met him through that feller, Dave. I was I was mentioning he was a friend of his. and uh, The same guys that showed playing. you guitar and stuff. What's that? The same guys who showed you guitar and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And, and, and how did you bump into them dudes? Uh, there was a small college town, about 20... 20 minutes outside of where we lived uh, called Kutztown. Okay. And that was the kind of the meeting point of everybody. And back in the 90, 91, 92, it was a pretty vibrant music uh, scene there for a small town. A lot of bands. Okay. So was the bass kind of the last thing added on? Or what? Where, where was we just it? all started at once, yeah. just banging around, and yeah. There's different process for the Zoetrope record. I played the bass, and that was added on pretty late. Okay, okay. And this is the one like your pop was. It was a one man dealio, right? That, yeah, the two of us. Yeah. Right. But right. usually, I mean, Leo. Yeah, 
when we were playing with the band, we'd record live pretty much. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Okay, so the, 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 a few different kinds of incarnations, but always in the, De- what's it called, lot. the boogaloo? Not boogaloo. Uh, yeah. What's the goat shed called? The booby hatch. Booby hatch. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> booby hatch. Uh, boobies, there's birds, right? Yeah. Right, right. right. Yeah. Right. I mean, out at out at sea. That's right. That's right. And uh, a booby hatch was like a hatch where you go down under the ship, you know, and the boobies would land on. No, them. I thought it was more like if you went in front of the king and the king didn't like your performance, he'd hit the hatch and you'd go sliding down to the tigers and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> the booby hatch. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I guess it was like kind of a thumbs down, right? You didn't dig it. Right, exactly. <laughs> For the jester. <laughs> do you, do you ever do gigs with people throwing shit at you? Uh, I've got I've got paid in beer to quit playing. Okay, because I've I've done many gigs with shit thrown at me. I mean, literal <laughs> shit, like shit and sacks and puking sacks, uh, oh, cups man. of piss. Uh, the, no. the, the funniest though was uh, used condoms, and uh, the, 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 the most painful was fucking batteries. Fuck batteries. Oh, shit. Batteries. <laughs> I've heard some of those stories. And you know, some of this shit, you know, some of this was opening for Black Flag. and I mean, they got a lot of shit thrown at them, too. And But some of this shit was even in the 90s, like opening for Primus. Really? Yes. Yeah, some, you know, high quality things never change. You know? yeah. <laughs> Closed minded motherfuckers. You know, why would be would be on the gig, you know, if the opening, uh, if the headlining act didn't ask you aboard, you know, these motherfuckers. And then they'd come play with you and they'd be all these guys looking at you like, you know, it'd be so bizarre. But, uh, you know, I don't usually ask people that because, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, I think. I mean, if you, maybe in a way it's like, well, I must be doing something right to piss all these fucking people. Yeah, we've cleared some rooms. Okay, right? yeah. Uh, Billy calls those hall rakers, the descendants. Guy. Yeah. We're, we're at the end of that second hour, June 8, 2020, this Swap Pedro Show. Hold on, hour two. No, hour three. June 8, 2020, it's the third hour of the Walk for Pedro Show. When I look back and see.
off for Pedro's show. We start off the third hour with uh, poor Luther's bones to a bed of moss. Crane with age of uncertainty, living more with really mean it, dream phases, bird of prey, we, a lot of nomad EO records stuff here. Paul Jacobs with expensive, Atlantis Aquarius with the fields, and finally, I'm not a braggart. And that's said with all humility, people. Poor Luther's bones. <laughs> so, so, look, you guys are on a journey right now. We yeah, are. Yeah. Sure are. Like, like I said at the beginning of the show, you're on tour. Now, is there a music component of, of this trip, part of this trip? Not really. We're just trying to keep our cars organized and not lose everything and be able to find it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, like, there's no songwriting going on? There's no, like, prac? Not yet, no. I, I've been writing some songs a little bit, but that's separate from Poor Luther's Bones, I guess, you know. Yeah, we brought some guitars. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you bring any instruments and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we got our acoustic guitars. I got to tell you, in my case, when I'm on tour, I never can write songs. It seems tour yeah. takes up your whole fucking life. Yeah. Yeah. Then I know other dudes that don't write whole albums on tour. <laughs> right. But those are usually yeah. the dudes with the assistant hair techs. <laughs> this last tour I did at 13,380 miles I had to drive every one and you know yep. this was September November and I'm no fucking ESP Six Sense guy but I didn't want to get sick that tour so I didn't shake hands I didn't get fucking you know I just gave elbow or knuckle I didn't get sick and then all I got home and all this shit started this COVID-19 man you made a right call there well, it's totally luck. <laughs> totally <Yeah>. luck. <laughs> but also, if you called tour more than a month, it was my 67th one. Like I said, I was just tired of getting fucking sick. It was 45 gigs uh -huh. in a row, and I didn't get sick. I came home, did a gig up in K-Town, off tour. My guard was down. Somebody shook my hand. Fuck if I didn't get sick three days later. Really? And it might have been this shit. because It was in the beginning of December, and it was in my lung, and I beat it off. <laughs> what a way to put it, Watt. Yeah. I, I wonder. I, I, I don't think this shit got here in February. I think it was here before, just floating around. Right. Uh, we I just got to so. be a little safer. So, so, how long is this going to be? Well, kind of indefinite. You know, I, I've been traveling around a lot for the last six or so years, six or seven years. And, uh, yeah, I like just traveling around the country and staying in my car. You know who wrote a lot of songs on the road was Woody Guthrie. Oh, yeah. And he traveled around a lot. Yeah, this was my first time ever going to Oklahoma. Okay, and that's where he's from. Yeah. So, yeah, man, you'll see trees ripped up. It's it's kind of a, a tornado alley thing, but yeah. it's an interesting place. And the clay's really red. A lot of native yeah, people, a lot of native people uh, live there. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. the, the Flaming Lips, right? Wayne Coyne. Yep, that's right. Yeah, Oklahoma it's a great City. place. And it's and, and it's kind of convenient. I-35, you know, there's the Panhandle in Texas, and then you can go straight yep. north, and there's Minnesota, you know, and, well, Iowa's in between there. But, I mean, there's there's gigs. It's funny how Tor teaches you this stuff. So, yeah. um do you have uh, mobile recording gear? Do we have what now? Mobile record. Can you make recordings on the road? Oh, pretty much just on the phone. Okay. Use that voice recorder. It works pretty good. Dude, I had a guy from Tel Aviv on the show. He made a whole album on a fucking leash. Yeah, I believe it. 
<laughs> he made right. There's Garage Band came on it, and he made the whole album. You, you I believe what, it. You can do it these days. And, and it's got the virtual instruments, and you know. Mm-hmm. Here, I want to play uh, Last Ego Sapien. <laughs> Great time. <laughs> Them 
scared into being diminutive dark dudes. Where is the whiskey? Where are the lewds? Where's the shower strainer that holds, holds the glittering awards? Well, seems this battery is going dead. It went dead, oh no! What am I gonna do with a dead battery, oh no! Oh no! I'm gonna have to get a tuner and tune my guitar and fucking ask for more shit in the monitor and get all scared and all fucked up and tell everyone I'm anxious as fuck, oh no!
devil was working overtime in the Greyhound bus terminal. But if the robot I'm building works, there's an outlet down at the bus terminal, and I'll plug it in there and demonstrate it for you. You could bring a movie camera and take pictures of it. I'll have the robot done by the middle of March or the middle of April. 
a man has a bad nervous breakdown and ends up in the hospital by getting off dope, you know, tranquilizers, by getting a lot of natural sleep and eating pretty good, more of his natural abilities will return. And by educating, he can develop his skills as much as his or her brain will allow. I've been nervous-minded since I was 15 years old. I'm at least 85% sane now. But when the insanity gets to be too much inside of me, you know what I do? I scribble on a piece of paper. I like to go to bed early, to get a lot of sleep, and keep the wolf at bay. Submission as you happily succumb 
the mesmerizer sits back and guffaws. <laughs> it's up to you to decide. Divine illumination, healing vibrations, elegant and refined. On what do you fantasize? The show last music for this edition last ego sapien from poor luther's bones uh, zola jesus after that with exhumed lewis cole grains of sand king brothers no 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 x gold people talking omfu that's old man fuck you steve gate uh <laughs> giganti out of uh, knoxville he was in deer for a while and when the big stupid game is on tv go vols David Greenberger and and Prime Lens, he's out Chattanooga with Devil and the Greyhound. And finally, The Mesmerizer, Poor Luther Bones. So what about recording-wise? It'll come when it comes, right? Yeah, you got to work at it. Yeah. Uh, But but do you have a plan? Like like this trip right here that you're doing, even though it's indefinite and stuff, do you think it's going to add up to a documentation? Somehow music. I don't think so. I, I, I don't know anymore, man. It's uh, weird times for putting stuff out. I don't, I don't know. I had a couple things I was working on. I kind of dropped them. Just got out of there. Yeah, you know, in the old days, Minuteman, we thought records were only flyers to get people to gigs. Right. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. another way, when I got less younger, they're kind of like tombstones. Because when you're gone, they're still here. Right, yeah. Right, right. When I was more younger, it was more temporary, you know, because we were living more in the moment. And it seemed like the gig was everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that was because we were coming from arena rock and the club scene just blew our minds, man. The, gotcha. the idea where I could see why it was bass, why it actually had bigger strings. I couldn't see that 10,000 miles away at the T-Rex gig. Right, <laughs> but the idea of recording, especially when I lost D Boone, this is the only way I got to hear him. Yeah, so it gave me another thing. That's why I said document. That works too, I think, in a way. It's, they're trippy. They're trippy. The whole thing. Uh, I'm curious though. The, well, this record, this thing I, that you guys flowed me, man. I, I really dug all this. These poor Luther bones, and so I, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, curious about future. 
Those things that you dropped, Garth, were those poor Luther Bone projects or other ones? There, there was solo stuff I was doing, and uh, yeah, I'll get back to him. And then I'll your son, he, he's got his own uh, side project going, right? Yeah, I like to. I just I write country songs mostly. That's okay. Yeah, I like. Yeah, for me, music is music. You know, it's hard. Oh yeah, it's hard concept that fucking genre thing for me because it seemed to be like chains on me when I was younger. Mm-hmm. More younger. Yeah, I just kind of call whatever I make country music because I'm from the country. Okay, okay. Well, that's good enough for me. It seems music's about uh, notes and rhythm and maybe yeah. some words. How, how important is the title? It's part of it. Uh, you got to have a good title. I ask you guys that because that's how I start. <laughs> With yeah. the title. Because well, that's gonna, right. Yeah, it's going to help me. Uh, oh, then you fill it out from there. Right, right. Focus, right? There's You drop right. anchor, yeah. huh? You drop anchor, and then, yeah, then you put out the net. You know. <laughs> yeah. And, and so That's every, true. everybody else I know, they put them on last. But then, yeah. you know, same thing with bass, you know? And I've been using bass as a composition tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. and not reggae or, you know, but just for whatever, because it, it gives the other cats a lot of room, you know? Yeah. Doesn't voice out the, uh, especially the uh, harmonic content so much. Uh, I really think you got to distinct. How much different? Too, too bad I don't have some of your music. How, how much different is it than the Luther, poor Luther Bones? You oh, would, yeah, it's pretty different. It's just like, a, I, I, I pretty much write songs just to write them. Uh, I like the idea of having other people play them. Oh, I like okay. the, I just like the exercise of writing. Like an actor versus script writer. Right, right. Yeah, kind of like these old, like Willie Nelson and people like that used to do, write songs and sure. then other people would make hits out of them. I think, like Lou, even like the Brill Building guys. Or I something. was just going to say that Lou Reed. Yeah, yep. exactly. And actually, the Dan, right? Uh, the Donald Fagan and Walter Becker, I think, started that way. Okay, yeah. You know yeah, that, like that, that tradition kind of got lost, huh? Yeah, I kind of think it did. Well, I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of it, but that's kind of just what I like to do. I don't record a whole lot or play out much i play the banjo on the street sometimes to make a little money busk yeah busking yeah um i go around doing a lot of this sacred harp singing stuff is my big thing oh wow which is like a religious uh type of acapella singing that's real popular in the southeast i spent a lot of time chasing that around that's more of my touring has been going around the country doing that that's beautiful uh, I think you guys are balls out for being who you are, and I, a lot of respect from Watt for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, truly, and big love. When you guys do get a new, a new thing together, recording, will you come back on the show and we can play it and talk about it? Sure will. Hell yeah! Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey man, and we appreciate on, you having us. And keep on keeping on. Keep that keel in the water, okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, I turn turtle. People, it's been the 8 2020 edition of Peter Show. Keep your powder dry.